Hey friend, welcome to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast, where we are all about taking inspired action towards showing up as the most confident and authentic version of ourselves. My name is Jess Bergio, and I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur dedicated to sharing the behind the scenes of how others created a life and business of their dreams. Each week, you can count on multiple episodes bringing you an inside look at how you too can create the life and business of your dreams. Life and business isn't meant to be done alone. Join the Beauty Inspires Beauty community where we connect each week to share our goals, dreams, and aspirations every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Welcome back to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast, and I am honored once again to bring you my girl, Sarai Spear. How you doing, friend? Hi, friend. I'm so good. How are you? Super good because we collectively, you, me, and our amazing integrator, Amy, give Amy a shout out. Woo woo. Uh, literally, like as if she knew we were about to hit record at two o'clock, which is four <laughs> o'clock rise time, sends us a message with some really epic news that we will share with you later. So you have to stay till the end of the podcast. You could hit fast forward if you want, but don't. Um, around something that we've been working really hard on together. And it's something that we decided we wanted to talk to you about. Um, little bits of that, but also a deeper a deeper resonating topic, which is building community. So, and also we're going to touch on when is the right time to hire help, to ask for help, to reach out, to realize you don't know the things you don't know, all of that. So if you can find yourself in any of that story, that might be something you need to hear. Tune in, take a seat, grab a drink, coffee, go on your walk, whatever it, that might look like for you. And, um, and, and settle in because we're going to, we're going to bring it to you real today. Cause you know, yeah. we, don't I, even, I, we don't know how to do it any other way. I was like, I feel like this episode is going to be a doozy, <laughs> but, but that is why, like, I think our connection so strong is because both of us are willing to have the hard conversations and yeah. one at one point in our careers in life, we weren't. And so, you know, being of the age we are, we are 40 year old <laughs> plus women, like, you know, it's, it's true what they say. You you learn to start to, to speak up for yourself and ask for what you need um, because the pain of not doing that, it, it didn't serve you. And it didn't work out in your favor by not speaking up, by not being the brightest light and not, you know, saying, hey, I don't know how to do this and I need help. You know, nobody wins a prize for, you know, sucking it up and, and mm -hmm. not asking for help. So yeah. You have built something so powerful with Blonding Crew, which is your private Instagram education page, um, teaching high-level blonding, global blonding, but it's so much more than that. And <laughs> I mean, I don't even know how we're going to unpack it. Maybe we'll make this a two-part episode um, around all of the things that you did and all of the things you tried that maybe didn't work. But yeah. at the core of it, what motivated you to A, start the page, and then what continues to motivate you to show up like you do? in such a big way? Well, that's, uh, that's going to be hard to follow. So let's start with these questions. Um, so when I created blonding crew originally, I wanted a place that I called it my brain dump. So I had a lot of information, especially when it comes to blonding and science and chemistry and products and techniques that I've I've acquired over my 41 years of life. And I just wanted a place to dump it all. I was teaching classes in person and what I realized is I have so much information to give and to share, but I'm only in the United States. Like as much as I'd love to travel to Switzerland and, you know, Greece and Venice and New Zealand all at once, I can't. So I thought, how do I reach a bigger audience? And I'm like, well, I don't really want to like do a whole website thing. So the easiest thing for me that I know how to do is I know how to start an Instagram page because, you know, I've got the platinum draft. So I thought, fuck it. Let's start an Instagram page. Let's do um, a private subscription where it's a, a paid access. And what started as science and chemistry and only technique has now grown into a, a community, a true community. So it's more than just hair education. And just, you know, you are a member of Blending Crew. She's not mm -hmm. just a member. Um, <laughs> she, um, she joined blending crew a couple months ago and I I'm sure just, you've probably even seen it grow and change and evolve. It is now an all encompassing community. So yeah, we talk about hair. I show you hair shit. We talk about science. We talk about chemistry, but then we also talk about life shit. 
So we talk about boundaries and we talk about pricing and we talk about self-sabotage. So it's morphed into this all-encompassing, all-inclusive community um, that I'm really, really incredibly proud of. And, you know, it started off as this idea and then it, it transformed into this little butterfly. And now it's like a huge Phoenix and, you know, pretty soon it's going to be a dragon, the size of the earth that just continues to grow and evolve and change. But it wouldn't have come to fruition if I didn't say, fuck it, let's do this. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to figure it out along the way. And if you go back to like, I think it's like my very first video on blood and curve, it's trash. Like it's just trash. Okay. Um, because I, I didn't know what I was doing, you know, and Jess, I, I hear you say this all the time. Like the first, I think 20 episodes of your podcast, you always say, don't go back and listen. Right. Which everybody go back and listen. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry to put you on blast. Friend. I love it. But, but you, you didn't know what you were doing in a sense, but the most important thing, Jess, is that you did it. You put that foot in front of the other and you said, screw it. I'm going to figure out how to do this. Even if I suck at it, I'm going to figure it out. Right. And that's what I did with blinding crew. Right. And I'm going to, I'm going to do two things there. I'm going to give you a perspective of someone who's in it and what I'm receiving versus you being the creator. I think it's nice to hear from your people, what they get out of it as well. And then the second thing I want to touch on is the starting messy and then being okay, figuring it out as you go. Um, so being a recipient, being a member of Blonding Crew, I'll give you guys some context. Like I am retiring from behind the chair end of next month. So why would I be part of a community <clears throat> learning blonding techniques? Like why would I spend $25 a month to do that? A, she made it so affordable that it's kind of a no-brainer for me. I want to be around people doing epic shit. So for someone who has been a stylist their whole entire adult life, also is stepping into building a community, also looking to see what other great, awesome, aspiring brands are creating. I was like, I need to be in this group and see what type of people are in here. I just wanted to be in the energy of what was going on. So that was the selling point for me. That was a byproduct of her just showing up and doing the things and taking messy action and being unapologetically herself, speaking my language in a sense, right? We say fuck, we say the real things, we talk about stuff. I was like, wow, my people. I was like, yeah, okay, she has more tattoos than me. Like, it's, it's so funny what you resonate towards with somebody and the, sometimes the things you think are messy and not clear and not, you know, niche down or defined or part of your brand even are what are drawing in the right people into your space. And so when you take the parameters off of being perfect and showing up thinking it has to be perfect and not starting before you fucking figure it all out. Like you never know the impact you're going to have, the people you're going to meet, like the ripple effect that's going to happen. And the way that you just described going from a butterfly to a phoenix to a dragon, I'm like, yeah, because the dragon's going to carry more people and we're going to do more things. <laughs> and it's like literally a visual I can, I can get involved in. And it's so nice to be, what you've created is a safe space for people to also show up unapologetically as themselves, even though they may just be consuming and we haven't quite created a platform where they can all share and connect together. They can comment, they can ask questions on there, but you know, I see you moving that into a community where people can actually hang out and share formulas and you are just the facilitator of the great conversations because people are attracted to you because of who you are and the, and the amazing personal brand that you've built. And that's why I'm so obsessed with personal branding right now, because you created <laughs> Platinum Giraffe. Blonding Crew started as a seed of an idea and blossomed into this epic thing that you don't even know what the fuck's going to turn into. Like, yeah. that's what's so exciting. <laughs> and it's like, we're control freaks to the max where we're like, no, I need to know where this is going and what we're doing and what's the plan. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, tell me the plan again. Like, yeah. but sometimes not knowing allows you as a creative and, and the creator to create. Yeah. And releasing wow. control of what, what you need to talk about. And I know you and I, can I share, I'm sure I can share. Duh. I'm to ask. <laughs> um, when you started doing more personal development, having conversations around self-sabotaging and things that weren't teaching color, you were like, shit, am I going to lose people? Are people yeah. not going to like this? Are they only yeah. a member because they're getting this? And we, we can, we were both like, no. And we were also both like, fuck it. Like <laughs> you have to evolve the platform as yeah. you evolve and your core values and things are shifting and moving and growing and changing. And so if you continue to show up inauthentically trying to be the version of the thing that people first came to you for that, you're, you're going to feel burnt out. You're not going to want to do it. Yeah, so, absolutely. I, I think that's so important. Like, you know, we grow and evolve and change throughout life. Um, I hope that we don't stay stagnant. 
That's I'm the worst thing ever, right? So glad we don't. Same. God, how fucking boring would life be? Anyway, I mean, that's don't, a whole, that's don't a pull whole up my uh, beauty school picture because I'm so <laughs> glad I'm not her anymore. <laughs> but same. I mean, like, you know, even looking back at, at the beginning of my Instagram, like it's natural to change and to grow and evolve. And when we don't follow that calling, when we aren't following and being our authentic self, it shows. I think we can all like, you know, go over to Instagram right now or TikTok and like, you know, you follow people and you're like, Ooh, Ooh, something's not right here. Right. Like, and you don't know why maybe you follow them. Cause they're a fucking train wreck or, you know, whatever the reason is. But to me, being inauthentic is the worst thing ever because it's a miserable prison honestly, that you put yourself in bingo. And we're the only ones that can be mad at ourselves for that. So I hate personal development and the awareness situation where you're like, life was so much better when I could just blame everybody else for my shit. Like that's not me. That's you. But really it's you. It's me. It's you. It is. It's tough. And that's one of those things. Again, as we grow and evolve and change, we learn more. And you know, the more we learn, I don't know, the more we realize we don't know shit at all. Um, but also things get a little messy and, you know, I had, I had a big fear, complete transparency moment here. I had a huge fear and, and Jess can attest to this, you know, shifting from being only science and chemistry and blending techniques to let's talk about boundaries and let's talk about, you know, some real deep shit. I'm talking like self-sabotage, how to get out of our own fucking way. Like when you start talking about those things in a group called blending crew, my thought was people are going to leave me. People are going to leave because they came here for hair shit. And yes, I still have tutorials every week. There's still two full length hair tutorials, but I also realized after talking to Jess, like, fuck it. And I don't mean that disrespectful. I just mean, fuck it. This is who I am. And this is where I'm going in my life. And if I choose to stay in that hair only, I'm not happiest there. I'm not thriving. I'm not pushing myself. I'm not growing where I'm growing is I want to start to peel back layers like onion. Let's peel an onion. Okay. We're going to do a lot of crying. We're going to do a lot of discovering because what I found in my 20 years in this industry, and Jess, I know you can back me up on this. What we do is so much more than hair. Amen. And when we realize that it's this whole world opens up. So it goes to, you know, we we talk about emotional discounting and that's a form of self-sabotage. Okay. Like we get real deep. So it's more than, Hey, I'm learning this cool hair technique. Absolutely. You need hair techniques. You need cutting classes, coloring classes. You need all of that education and that information but you also need real life shit. And somebody who's been there, done that is maybe a half a step ahead of you, um, who will maybe challenge you to look at your own shit. And that might trigger you and you might leave or you might stay and you might tell 12 friends. So that's the chance I had to take and, and scary. Yeah, it's fucking scary. But what's scarier is staying in my inauthentic shit and, and not growing and not evolving and not changing. That's scary to me. Hell yeah. And the, the part about how long ago did you start blonding crew? It has been, I believe it was uh, March 28th of 2021. So a year and a couple months. Okay. So you, since that start have done a lot of deep inner personal work, you now have a whole new thought process and perspective on yourself, life, how you handle things. You have new tools in your tool belt. You have new ways to process and, and work through things. And so it's almost a disservice for you to now have all of these skills and not share them with other people. Like that would be fucked up of you. And so (laughs) it's, it would be, again, we go back to the word inauthentic. And so when people use the term, just be authentic. I know that's like a trigger word for some people. Cause they're like, really, you just don't know how to be yourself Mm-hmm. with a camera in front of your face. I'm sure you you are yourself on a daily basis. I hope you are. I hope you you figured that out. But many of us aren't. Many of us, like I used to walk in the front door at the salon and say, everything stays at the door. When I walk in, I am a different person. I am hairdresser Jess. And when I leave, I did the same thing. I left all the salon shit there and I went home. 
But the in-between gap of pretending to be the perfect person at the salon took a toll on my personal life. Yeah. So while I was making six figures and killing the game at the salon and all my clients thought I was amazing, I was secretly getting divorced. Yeah. And, you know, after I got divorced, my clients were like, oh my God, I didn't even know you were getting divorced. And I was like, <laughs> kudos to me. I didn't, I didn't share my <laughs> shit at the salon. I'm awesome. I'm the perfect hairdresser because I faked it. My mom, yeah. my mom was queen of fake until you make it. And she, she meant well with telling me that she really meant like, go after your dreams. You could do anything. Yeah. She changed her messaging later on my birthday cards, but it used to always, <laughs> it was more of an underlying, like, okay, if you don't know how to do something, just pretend you know how to do it. Yeah. I couldn't pretend how to be a good wife when I didn't give any time or effort to that. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, being authentic comes with time. It comes with experience. It comes with you learning who you are. And that's why you sharing the stuff that you're talking about on social media, it will trigger people and it may turn people off, but the right people will start to be attracted to that messaging and they will start to be excited that you're, you're they look around like no one else is talking about this stuff in my space. Like, I'm so glad I have this point and this community because Oh, you feel the same way? Oh, you feel the same way? Awesome. Like, let's share our shit together so we can all move through it and elevate and like take the stigma off of that we all have to be perfect and be faking it till we make it. It's not, it, that is not healthy. Um, it's not sustainable. And no. you'll wake up one day with, you know, all the money you thought you could make and you're still fucking miserable and unhappy. Yeah you know, looking for those external things to validate your internal shit. Yep. You know, one of the things that I, I want to talk about, it strikes a chord with me, fake it till you make it. So I can't tell you how many times I said that. I can't tell you how many times I have said that in front of a class. That's what was drilled into my head in beauty school. I'd like to reframe that. I'd like to reframe that phrase into just take a step, just take a step. And maybe it's a messy step, but it's a step. Okay. It's not necessarily fake it till you make it. It's you figure it out as you go. I think that's a better way to look at it because honestly, nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. I mean, completely. Nobody has everything figured out their five-year, 10-year, 20-year plan. They don't know all the ins and outs of everything. So, you know, the, your favorite Instagram celebrity or TikToker, they don't have it all figured out. Nobody does. So Instead of letting ourselves get held back by that fear or, you know, that fake it till you make it, just put one foot in front of the other. It could be messy. You could fall down, but just do it. Like go out there and do it and mm -hmm. figure it out. And then guess what? You'll fast forward five or six years and you'll be an expert at this and you'll be teaching other people how to do it. And then, you know, so on and so on. And then you'll wake up one day like me and you'll want to completely pivot and change your whole entire life. <clears throat> and because you learn to just put one foot in front of the other and show up maybe 70% perfect versus it having to be a hundred percent and releasing wow. control of the idea that I have to know what the outcome is before I'll even try the thing has allowed me to start the podcast and like create a membership that didn't work out like six, seven months ago with my past partner. And then to be okay with, Hey guys, here I am again. I'm putting myself yep. out there again, because the, my bigger vision goal is to create more impact and, and to help more people and to, you know, all the things that you talked about with your membership. So it's, it's okay to not have it all figured out is yeah. basically what we're trying to get the point across. But what we've also learned is, Hey, listen, there are people who know more shit than we do. And mm -hmm. if you're willing to invest at even the micro level, you can find out and skip the line a little bit faster, maybe skip the pain, skip the oopses, skip the whatever, um, by asking for help and investing in that help to help you create some really massive momentum because, you know, our, our, we are wired to, uh, like mo moment speed and momentum is the brain loves that. And so when we can see, like, if you start to lose weight, like how much more excited do you get about continuing to go to the gym when you see the results that happen? Yeah. Um, so, so going into something, knowing you maybe not, you won't see the immediate results and giving yourself like a legitimate timeline on, on when things could happen and comparing your day one, week one, first hundred episode podcast to mm -hmm. my friend, Lori, who has been doing this for five and a half years. I just downloaded an episode. It was episode like 900 and something. I'm like, oh my God, well, I'm never going to get to 900. I'm like, yeah, I will. It's probably yeah, going to be in about yeah. five years, just like her. Yeah. And it's crazy because we, we hurt ourselves so much when we play that game of comparison, but instead yeah. of me feeling 
like it to compare. Of course I had a moment. I'm human. We're human. Hello. Sure. I felt yeah. it. But I also looked at that situation and I'm like, I'm so glad that I've, I've stayed in her bubble and I continue to be inspired by what she's doing. It, it, it continues to like push me and to show me what's possible. And, and I remember when she started her podcast, I wanted to start one at the same time, but I didn't, I was too scared. Yeah. And it just it wasn't your time. True. But it also now reminds me to stop waiting till I feel like it is oh. my time. Woo. Yeah. I love that. Because my friend, Angie Lee, queen of ready is a lie episode. I don't know what she was on. Not that long ago. You go back and listen to that episode. You will never be 100% sure about something. No, not getting married, not having kids, no. like none of no. it. There's always going to be some underlying level of fear, insecurity, something that's going to come up. And yeah. when you just give yourself grace and permission to try things on, even like she said, if they're messy and frustrating, like it's, it's so much better. But again, we wanted to tap a little bit today about when is the right time to hire somebody? When do you know how to find someone to hire if, if you're looking for help? Um, do you have any tips that you've used in order to like decide who you want in your life helping you, whether it's personal, professional? So I kind of like you did where you said you just put yourself in, in that orbit, in that energy, in that circle. So I actually had a girl reach out to me today and she said, you know, I'd love to be a coach. Like, how do you, how do you do that? And I'm like, well, first of all, Google's your best fucking friend. Okay. But put yourself in people's space, hire a coach. So, you know, Jess, I know you're getting ready to launch your membership, which is $25 a month for mentorship, which is incredible. And so if you can't afford a $2,000, $5,000 a month coach, let's start with Jess's membership. Let's do a $25 a month. You know, that's two fucking Starbucks lattes a month. Okay. You can afford that. So start at the smaller level, put yourself in that orbit, you know, put yourself in that community because there's always somebody out there who even a half a step ahead of you knows just a little bit more, just a little bit more. And then maybe they have a connection that you need and you can, you know, connect the dots by getting into a community. It doesn't have to be a one-on-one -on -one mentoring coach relationship, you know, finding groups. I, I know nobody uses Facebook anymore. It's for like where old people go to talk about politics, but <laughs> there's amazing communities on Facebook. You know, I know mighty networks. Um, that was one of the things that we had looked at there's these places that have communities that are created. So if you follow somebody on TikTok, you know, when you see they've got a, a program or you follow somebody on Instagram, join their program, you know, five bucks, seven bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever the fuck it may be, do that. And then you'll get introduced to other things. So, you know, if I had never reached out to somebody and said, Hey, I need, I need help. Or like, if you had never gotten into the blinding crew and reached out and said, Hey, I want to be part of your next panel for this social media class. You know, now you're teaching at the blinding crew retreat with me. You know, you're going to be sharing the power of personal branding, like putting yourself in people's orbits, I think is really important. And you know, it doesn't always work out the first time, but there's always a lesson in everything we do. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm wiser because of the lessons I've learned. And some of them have been very hard and very costly. Um, and that's okay because at the end of the day, I've taken something away from it. So my advice, if you're looking for a coach or a mentor, like get on Instagram, find people that you like, find their, like, who are they friends with? What are they doing? Who are they following? And then you kind of trace it back. So, you know, you can, you can find your inspiration in those connections. What about you? How do you, I mean, how do you find people? Cause I'm watching you girl on social media, your retreat this weekend. I'm like, Oh fuck. Now I need to go join this program that Jess is doing. And then it got me thinking like, I need to, you know, do I want to look at other programs? So how do you find, you know, people and coaches and inspiration? Um, there's a few different ways. I go off my initial intuitive download of, do I resonate with that person as a person? Right. Yeah. So going back to personal branding, do they inhibit something I can see in myself? Are they a mirror for me to see what's possible for me? Do they make me feel any sort of jealousy, comparison, any of that kind of stuff? Or do I simply just want maybe something that they have, the lifestyle they have, the relationship they have, the money, the business, whatever. And so I let that be the first guiding light. How, what is it about how, what they're doing that is attracting me to them? And then the second thing is, can they get me the goal or result that I want? How do I find that out? 
have they done the thing they're fucking talking about? (laughs) This is where I'm not trying to shit on anybody, but in the coaching industry in the last three years, since I too have jumped in, I actually hate the word coach now. Hate's a strong word, but I dislike (laughs) the word because how many people have taken a course or a program and then decided that I now want to coach or teach this program? Again, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to learn something and then share it with the world. I think that is amazing. I think it's beautiful. I don't think it qualifies you to necessarily call yourself that just yet or to demand high ticket for that. That's like you going and taking one haircutting class and then turning around saying you're a cutting expert. Yeah. It's in the messaging that I feel like people are doing the fake it till you make it. They're over promising and they're massively under delivering with the value that they're giving. I think do yourself a, a, uh, a solid and discern on have they just created a business out of coaching coaches? Like, is it, mm-hmm. or have they done the thing that you say you want to do? Right. So has Sarai built a personal brand that has then allowed her to plant other seeds to let them grow? Yes, she has. Has she become a global blonding expert and created a multi six figure business out of it? Yes, she has. Has she also created community that is, that knows, likes, and trusts, and would, like, if she sold a book tomorrow, they'd buy it. If she created a pencil, they'd buy it. Like, yes, she has. Like, has Lori Harder, my mentor with the podcast, has she stayed consistent and shown me that by growing a podcast after five and a half years, she now has monetized that past six figures. She's created a a company where she's now doing XYZ. Those are things that I'm like, I want to stay in your energy. I will continue to invest in having that person in my life so that I have access to what they know. Yeah. I want access to what people know so that I can get where they, they are faster than they got there. Mm. So that's how I look at things. And, you know, something that was shared over the weekend. So I was at a retreat um, this past weekend that was really centered around, it was called Elevate and Amplify. Rachel Joy, she's a beautiful soul that teaches NLP practices. She's very Tony Robbins based, Gabby Bernstein, if you guys know who those people are. So I was in the original mastermind of Fast Foundations with Rachel. And Rachel had created some traction with personal branding, but then put out this course, had a 10K launch, was doing really well, but didn't know how to replicate her success. She didn't know how to grow her audience. She didn't know how to put things together. She didn't know, she didn't know, she didn't know. She just got lucky and sold something the first time she put it out there. And that's what I see happen to a lot of people when they decide they want to create a course, a program, launch something. Yeah. They, they have good traction in the beginning, but they can't sustain it and they don't understand what's going on. So they can't replicate something. They don't know what they did. So when she joined fast foundation, she was very transparent and shared in there. Like I did this, but I don't know how I did it. And I don't know how to pick back up from where I was and watching her over the last couple of years, she's really gotten clear on who her messaging is for. She's gotten clear on what she speaks to. And she now is so clear on who NLP is for. She has a, a certification, which she teaches other people to become NLP practitioners as well. It's such great work. It's so epic. It's so awesome. Uh, but why did I go to that event? Back to what I shared with you before. I wanted to see how the event was run. Mm. I also wanted to get something out of it personally, right? I always know that there, when you feel like there isn't work to be done, that's where the work is. <laughs> so don't you, don't you doubt that I was not crying multiple times throughout both days. There's I did that. get a text message from Jess saying that she was crying. <laughs> but the power of investing in say an event like that opened up opportunities for me to be in a room with other powerful women who are also investing at that level. The conversations that were had at the table on the first day versus the second day, once we were all comfortable and cracked open, the vibe that was created after we all went to lunch together, the feelings of connection that you can't get anywhere else besides an in-person event um, are unlike anything else. And I too like to be comfortable and going to an event where I didn't know anybody that wasn't comfortable. I'm not going to lie. I had Scott come meet me for lunch the first day because I didn't want to talk to anybody, but that's also a personal brand boundary. Second day, I was like fully immerse yourself in the exercises, do the work, all the stuff, but also to tie in long story long, cause that's me. <laughs> it was so amazing to watch Rachel's journey and to be in her presence, but also to get access to the two other really high, powerful speakers that she had there as well. Uh, Shesha had four, but two that I really resonate with and two that I aspire to be very much like it got me in the room with those two people too. So what I paid was I think 400 bucks for the two and a half day weekend. I feel like I got $4,000 worth of 
I mean, it's hard to even put a number on things, right? And so the power of showing up and doing that gave me an opportunity to ask Lindsay Schwartz, who has Powerhouse Women, the community and podcast, to be on my podcast. We had a 15-minute conversation. She shared what her hair was going to look like for her next event. She showed me her outfit. Like The connections that you can make when you show up for stuff like this is huge. And I shared with the group when we were sitting at lunch that by me investing in the first initial mastermind that I was in showed the people I invested in that I was willing to put skin in the game. And so I've been invited back to do multiple things with that community and it's helped build my personal brand. So think big picture when it comes to who you're investing in and who you're asking help from, because I think at the end of the day, everybody wants to help people. I think there's that. I don't think anyone's out to get anybody, but I also think it's tough in the beginning if you don't know exactly what you need help with. Mm -hmm. And so getting clarity around what it is you're trying to create or do, first and foremost, you need to know that. It's like going to the hairdresser and being like, I don't know what I want. Well, do you want me yeah. to shave your head or give you extensions? Right. Like, yeah. Do you want a reverse blue mohawk? Cool. No. Well, then you know what you want. You know, at right. least you can start there. <laughs> it's like you wouldn't go to your therapist and say, I don't know what I need help with. Mm-hmm. I have so much shit. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> like that would be putting so much pressure on them to help figure you out when they know absolutely nothing. And so a coach or a mentor needs some context and some degree of defined goal set that you go in with so that you can be, you can get specific help. Um, So long-winded answer to how I determine who I want to invest in and where I want to get help from. Um, And and I always, I, the, the lady that I met yesterday, her name is Candy Valentino. She is a founder. She's created multiple companies. She's exited. She's got, I mean, big name people at her upcoming event. And she spoke some powerful words, um, in creating a business, not a job for yourself. And everything that she was speaking about resonated with what felt in resistance for me going lateral with going from trading time behind the chair to trading time behind the screen, doing one-to-one coaching. Mm -hmm. What I realized in that conversation with her is that I do see myself as a founder. I do want to create uh, a business, not a job. But first I had to create the job and -hmm. move over like a, like a, you know, I traded, I don't have to be at the salon anymore. My son's in the other room. I get to be home and I get to be available in a different way now. So that was my first step. I don't know what your first step needs to be in order for you to do the thing, but I had to sit in this space and be new here before I could then see myself in what the vision she was painting. And so I would not have been reminded of that vision and that greatness that's in me if she hadn't come and spoke that into us. So showing up and putting yourself in rooms where you're like, Oh, I don't know. Uh Um, whether you even feel like you're too good for a room sometimes, or you feel like this, you're always, it's like going to a class, right? You go to a hair class. You're like, I already know how to do a long layer haircut. Well, guarantee you're going to learn some new technique, or you're going to be reminded of something that you no longer do that probably worked really well. Um, And that's what coaching and mentoring is. It's really just helping guide the person that is seeking the help uh, in the right direction for them to make the next right step for themselves. Yeah. I love you that. know, a coach or a mentor shouldn't be telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. They should be encouraging you to figure out what feels right for you. Mm-hmm. And if they start to push you in a direction that doesn't feel right, like that's where you need to excuse yourself. I just had a long winded conversation with one of my dear friends who was in this year long mastermind that was running her about 1700 bucks a month and the girl leading it sold it as one thing. And then she had a personal transformation throughout the mastermind in the year, a year's a long time. And my friend bought in to the version the girl was in January and the version of the girl now in July is not who she resonates with anymore. And so she was really struggling with like letting this girl down. And, um, I said, you're not, you're there to get what you need. You're not there for her. She is the facilitator. Why do you feel bad? Well, I committed to it and I like to hold up my end of the bargain. And I said, "I, I love that about you. I said, but you being someone who teaches personal boundaries and limiting beliefs and all this, you need to do that for yourself. I said, write her a thoughtful letter, thanking her for the value she's giving you, but letting her know this isn't serving you anymore with the utmost respect, say all the nice things and hope that she understands. And sure enough, she sent us a message yesterday. She was like, I feel so good. Thank you for, you know, encouraging me to speak up for myself because I tell my clients to do it, but I don't always do it for myself. And so mm-hmm. sometimes we got to do the shit that's uncomfortable, like have that conversation yeah. with the lady because yeah. she might, she, she said she's having a retreat in a couple months. And I bet if I'm not one of the people in the group, I'm not gonna be able to go. And mm-hmm. I said, well, then you're not meant to be there. Yeah. 
let that go so that other amazing things can come to you and fall into your lap. And we that's, don't, you don't know, ahead. you don't know until you know, <laughs> and that sometimes can be the hard thing. You know, I, I worked with a, um, a coach mentor and it, it started off great. And then for multitude of reasons, it started getting not good. And here's the thing. I wasn't honest with myself. I was relying too much on that coach to sort of fix my problems. Mm. So then I allowed myself to be swayed certain ways that maybe didn't feel authentic to me, or I just didn't feel confident enough to say, Hey, you know what? This doesn't feel good to me. Or we're not on the same page because I thought because this title coach mentor, they know more than me. Um, that's not true. They might have a little more knowledge or a little, you know, be a half a step ahead of you in this area. But at the end of the day, I realized I had given up too much of my power, right? I had allowed myself to get into a situation where I was like, oh God, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. But I was so afraid to say something. And I'm grateful for that experience. I'm so grateful. It's led me to amazing opportunities I have now. I mean, it's led me to being on this podcast with, with the beautiful Jessica. Um, you know, so we learn from every opportunity and, you know, you might invest in a program like your friend and it might start out one way and end another, but here's the thing at the end of the day, I guarantee she learned something from it. She took value from it. And even though it didn't resonate with her, that's okay. She got value from it. You know, my, my former coach mentor, whatever. And I, it wasn't resonating anymore. I got value out of it. And when it was no longer valuable to me, I finally had to have a very uncomfortable conversation. It was very tough. It was so tough. Y'all I cried. I had a lot of feelings, but I knew that if I didn't do this, I wasn't living in my authenticity and I could tell other people, fuck your fear. But then when it came to me, I was sitting in my fear. So there's a lesson in everything. And you might not hire the, you know, your end all be all coach out of the get go, but that doesn't mean all coaches are terrible or all mentors or all business programs are all, you know, it's, it's not fair to lump them in, but we learn something from every experience we go through. And that's the most important part. Absolutely. And that's the thing about, you know, when you get a full body, yes, or you, somebody says something and it's, it's, an, you're, you are drawn to the messaging that they're sharing with you. Like I lean into that, but then also do your research. Like we are all emotional creatures of like our buying, our buying habits come from emotion. And that's the powerful thing about creating a personal brand is people become emotionally attached to you or emotionally engaged with you. And, you know, people buy from people. They don't buy from just no name brands, right? Like when you think of Nike, there's like a feeling that comes over. You think of Lululemon, you think of any brand, like those big brands create some sense of like nostalgia or a feeling or something. And so though you're just one person right now, there are people in your world that you resonate with, that you are, that you're drawn into their energy. And so, you know, just pay attention to that. That's all, that's all we're saying. And pay attention to how, you know, what got you here won't get you there. So if you start with somebody and they swear they're the end all be all, they're probably not. Like I give the instance for workout stuff all the time. Like I was the foundational trainer. Like if you weren't familiar with working out in the gym, if you weren't familiar with like, um, early bodybuilding and, 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 nutrition. Like I was the go-to person for that. I taught the fundamentals. I was really good at all the simple stuff. I, I made it simple and easy and fun. But if you wanted to take that and then 10 exit and be like on stage with the big bodybuilders, I passed you on to my other friends at the gym who knew way more than me. Cause that wasn't my zone. Yeah. Same with when I was an educator in the salon, I ran all of the assisting programs. I taught the fundamentals of hairdressing, styling, blow drying, basic cutting. Like that's where my zone of genius was. And that's what I was known for. And so that, like you could come to me for other things, but make sure that you are hiring people that that's the thing that they are really feeling passionate about doing also, right? Because a lot of people in this space can do all the things they really can. Oh, like yeah. people could come to me for something else and I could, I could probably help them in, in that situation, but it's, it's, it, they would be doing you a disservice by doing something that's out of alignment with what they're trying to focus on. So yeah. just, just, that's all just nuggets for you to like sit on. If you're in the space of looking to 
to hire somebody maybe. I mean, you can always shoot us a DM and ask us more questions if, you, if you're like stuck in that space. But there's communities like Sarai's and I where you can join for 25 bucks a month and get so much out of it. And in that space, you will probably get the clarity you need to then spread your wings and keep doing the badass shit that you're doing. Yeah. So I'm really excited for your community. Um, was I officially the first person to join it? A hundred percent. Yes, you were. I love that. I know when I get those little notifications of everybody joining, I was like, oh, one, oh, two, oh, three, oh, four, oh, five. I was like, this is so fun. And it it's, is. It's so exciting to get to see something that you had an idea. It started as an idea in your head and then you are creating it. And even if it's messy and weird and you don't have it all figured out, you're fucking doing it. And I'm excited to be part of your community. You've been part of mine and now it's my turn. Like I, I want to be part of your orbit friends. I'm so excited. And I, I do have to share a little backstory and give some explanation because I feel like I've been avoiding doing a podcast around this because I don't really fucking feel like talking about it, but <laughs> you're my friend and I feel safe right now. And I feel like I could kind of share a little bit more of the story just to give you guys listening some context, because clearly I talked about behind the beauty brand a shit ton over the last seven, eight months, nine months, um, when this was an idea back in November, we launched in end of February, early March, and ran that program for a couple of months. And it was a great program. My, my partner and I at the time created something I thought pretty epic. But the problem was I was trying to speak to an audience that wasn't my ideal client. And so I'll, just to give further like explanation of that, her background was in the, in the backside, the automations, the building, the brand. She was never a stylist like me. And while I thought that was a good mix that she had the business background side and I had the independent stylist side and that we could both bring so much to the table. I was in a season where I was actually her coach, uh, through the mastermind that she, that we both, I was working in, she was a part of, and it was in that, that, um, she asked me to, if I wanted to create something with her. And my first thought was, you don't need me to create it. You have everything in you to do it yourself. Why would you need, like, not why would you need me, but like, what an honor that you asked. But because I'm your coach, I'm like, do you realize you don't need me to do this with you? Like, or is there like some limiting belief that you feel like if you have help, then it will be easier. Um, and so we kind of talked it through and she's like, no, I just think it'd be great. Like context for like both things. And it would be really amazing. And so the original plan we put together was kind of for independent stylists and salon owners to grow and scale past six figures, whatever. But as the, as she got more confident in what she wanted to talk about, it leaned more and more towards six and seven figure salon owners looking to grow or scale. Well, I still wanted to talk to the independent hairdresser who was maybe still trying to make six figures. And so how do you think that messaging went? Very confusing, yeah. <laughs> very not on brand and very much not the target price point that like the person I'm speaking to was going to sign up for. Mm -hmm. And so we had several signups in the beginning, but then the messaging that was coming out of my mouth was very inauthentic. And to be fully transparent, I got zero fucking engagement whenever I spoke about that, whenever mm -hmm. I talked about it, whenever I asked questions about it, not a goddamn person said shit to me about it. Crickets crickets. And even people that I gifted it to for a couple months came for a few calls. I had a few girls stay for a while, but they just, I think because the ones that I sent it to were looking for me to give what they know me for. And not that what she had to offer wasn't super valuable because it was, it just wasn't for them at that time. And yeah. so you have to really know what it is you're trying to create. You and it's fun to do stuff with partners and it's, it's definitely more fun to high five somebody at the end of the day and cry with them than it is sometimes to do it on your own. But yeah. if you're so clearly rooted in what it is you're trying to bring out into the world, like stay true to the fact that you can handle it. And then if you do need support, you can hire it in rather than partner it out. Yeah. And we finally had a, a come to Jesus conversation where it just didn't feel in alignment anymore. The messaging didn't feel in alignment. We weren't quite quicking. Um, and that was another thing intuitively, like I never really felt like we clicked and I thought, well, that's business. You don't have to be like best <laughs> friends. Like you don't have to be like Sarai and I, but fucking why wouldn't you want to be yeah. like, I only want to do shit. That's fun. I have realized like you can make money doing anything. Yeah. You really can. And it's, that's one of my strong suits. Like if I see something and I want to make it a job, I can make it a job. But at the end of the day, if, if it's not a income producing, which we weren't super income producing and it wasn't bringing me joy, fuck that shit. Yeah. And so we had the conversation. She, I literally had a whole e ass email written out that I was so scared to send because I didn't want to disappoint her. I didn't want yeah. her to think I didn't like her. And I didn't, it was so like rooted in fear, like you're with your yeah. other person. And it was right after you and I did our live. 
And I think she saw the connection that we had. And she sent me the message the next day saying, you know, the really nice things that she did and just saying how it felt out of alignment. And I was like, thank God you said something. (laughs) I totally agree. I didn't know, like, I forgot what it's like to vibe with somebody like you and I did. And thank you. Bless and release. Take whatever we created. You can have it. I don't want it. She like took it and she's running with it and it's great. And then I sat in this space of like, well, I can't create another membership because then that's like copying. And then, then this, and then all those little small voices came out and I was like, no, speak to who you want to speak to. And Mm -hmm. as I started to share shit, it just started taking off and taking off. And I've gotten so much engagement about it. People are like, what is this? Can't wait for the membership. So excited. It's wild (laughs) when you get in alignment with what you're supposed to be doing and who you're supposed to be doing it for and with it changes everything. But I learned a ton, like you said. I learned a shit ton. Um, She's a powerful branding expert. She has genius ideas. And I learned so much through her teachings and like the way she presents and the questions that she asks. So, you know, it's like, I got to be in her membership for seven months learning as well. And because I could see it for more than what it was at the time, like I look back and, you know, it's, it's great. I'm glad I went through that. Do I feel like I wish I would have gotten where I am here faster. Sure. Duh. Of course. Don't we all feel that way though? (laughs) At the end of the day though, I am so grateful. Like you said, to have gone through that experience because it got me where I am. You and I got to have these powerful conversations and kind of go through something. We kind of went through two breakups together. Yeah, we did. And now it's only been a few weeks, months, like it's been a month and a half. Really. I think I met you like officially like middle of May and now it's middle of July and just have faith that sometimes when you're in the sticky shit and you can't see out or you can't see like, why the fuck is this happening? Or why did this happen? Or why did it cost me that much? Like know that it's for a greater purpose. And you know, we, we tap into the woo shit in here, but we're also real as fuck. Like there's a lesson to be learned in everything. And though sometimes things feel like failures, they never are. Yeah. It's so true. That stupid cliche saying you can't see the forest through the trees when you're in the middle of the fucking forest, you can't see it. All you can see is trees. Then you get out of the forest and you look back and you see the whole forest for what it is. You learn from shit and you think you're never going to get through it. Or you think, how the fuck am I going to get through this? I don't know. I don't know. And all of a sudden you're on the other side and you're like, oh, ding, ding, ding. That's okay. So now I can connect the dots. And that's what I took from that experience. And that's the lesson I was supposed to learn. And it sucks. It totally sucks. Sometimes nobody wants to break up with a a manager or a partner or leave a salon or, you know, all of those things that can be really hard, but they're necessary for growth. And it, it doesn't always seem like it in the moment, but when you turn around and you look back, you're like, damn. All right. Cool. 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 Moving forward. Here we fucking go. And that's like the, that's the basis of defining your character. And like, it's, it, it allows you to see like, what are your boundaries? What do I need? Like, we don't know in our first relationships, what we need to feel loved, what we need to feel connected. You have to learn that. If you look back at like high school and you look back at maybe your next relationship and then the next one, however many you had, you know, every single time one ended, it was like, you might've been glad it was ending because it wasn't good, but it was still hard and transitions suck and being new in the dating game, new in the salon world, like leaving an old salon, like you said, like I didn't ever want to disappoint any of my mentors because I felt like they had done so much for me, but I knew I had a greater purpose that I need to move on to see what else was out there for me. Yeah. So, so God, we, we had a lot today. Take him to church. You guys, are you guys getting value out of these podcasts with us? Or are you just like got your popcorn and a fucking dirty martini? And you're just like these bitches <laughs> either way. I, I hope there I was uh, like, either way I'm fucking here for it. I don't know about you, babe. <laughs> me too. Yeah, seriously. And I think, I think that's the greatest thing about just allowing yourself to be seen and allowing yourself to, um, include other people in your vision and, you know, when you, when your goal includes more than just yourself, when your vision includes other people, it's easier to continue to show up because it's not just about you anymore, but pay attention to how you feel in the presence of other people, the energy that you spend your day in the people that you're surrounded by, because sometimes you got to shed those things in order to find out what it is that you truly are seeking and desiring. And that's why there's power in community. There's power in being around conversations that are being had that you might not get exposure to elsewhere. Um, Like there were a lot of powerful conversations that happened at the last in-person class you did in Kansas city. You know, people opened up about personal stuff because you were vulnerable and shared your story, which had nothing to do with blonding, but it had everything to do with who you are and the community that you draw in. And 
you know, that shit's powerful. Yeah. And so, you know, take what you can from both of our crazy ass stories. <laughs> 20, 20 plus years in this industry will, will a lot for a lot of fucking podcasts coming your way. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. We have material for years. So we're old grannies. I can't wait. We'll be in the golden grannies. Oh my but yeah, God, yes. my girl, Lindsay Schwartz always says you can't connect the docs dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking back. And you know, a lot of times people are like, doesn't matter where you came from. You can do anything, but it does And your story and who you are is important part of your personal brand and what you have to offer the world. So, um, you know, spend some time with yourself and, and see how you feel after listening to this. What do you need? Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask for what you need. And we're, our DMS are always open. You can always text us. Hi bitches to 619-332-3045. That's 619-332-3045. Our bat line is always open for feedback for things that you want to hear or see more of, um, encouraging words. We love to get, you know, uplifted from you guys as well. It means the world to us. When you reshare any of the stuff on here, your community has been doing an insane job of reposting the podcast and just really, um, pouring back into they liking what they see. I think, yeah, I think so. I think so. I'm here for it, friend. <laughs> Me too. Any, any parting words, any words of wisdom to leave the people with on this beautiful Monday? You know, I, I, I think I really like what you said, where lean into it. Like when you can be honest with yourself and it's a really hard thing to do when you can sit in quiet, not distracted by your phone, like whether that's in nature or meditation or whatever the fuck that looks like for you. And you can just sit and you can just be, it's kind of amazing what comes to you. And when you lean into things that that set your soul on fire or bring you, you know, your heart skips a beat or you find yourself smiling, like that's there for a reason. And I really want to challenge you as scary as it may be. And you don't have to have a roadmap. You don't have to have a plan. Just fucking lean into it, lean into it. Cause you never know what amazingness it can lead to. And scene. My job done. Boom. Love it. You guys, we love you so much. Thank you so much for the the amazing support and feedback you've given us the last couple of weeks with Sarai coming on as Monday's co-host. It truly means the world that you like the shit and we're going to yeah. keep delivering and doing the things. Um, but we'll see you guys next Monday. Same time, same place. Sending you all the love. Bye friends. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you could share it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out to more people. So until next time, be you unapologetically. Yeah.